Welcome to our podcast, Shockers Learning Out Loud, where we talk about the fear, the excitement, the setbacks, and most importantly, the accomplishments that come along with being an adult learner. That was your host, Dr. Pamela O'Neill, and I'm your co-host, Dr. Amber Anderson, and we are the Office of Online and Adult Learning. Although our department merge happened recently, Pam and I have been having fun collaborating for years. We have one goal at Wichita State, and that's to advocate for our online and adult learners. Our students are working full-time jobs, caretaking for a family member, raising families themselves, and involved in the community. So, needless to say, their time is limited, and we know that, and we've been there, we get it. Our office wants to advocate for your success, so stay tuned for the voices of your adult learning peers as we unpack funny fails, inspiring wins, and mostly, the adult learning experience. It's great to be back, and today we are joined by David Smith, yes, that's his real name, an adult learner at Wichita State. David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Hi, I'm David. Uh, I'm 42. This is my second semester uh, at WSU since I got my associate's degree at Butler Community College in 2009. Um, I'm a biology major, and for now, I plan on minoring in chemistry. Nice. Welcome, David. Yes, welcome. Now, David, I've known you for a little bit and um, gotten to know you. Um, One of the things that we kind of like to say is that you're a self-appointed Office of Adult Learning uh, Ambassador. Is that... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I kind of gave that name to myself. Um, uh, Yeah, self-imposed Ambassador of Adult Learning. Um, We have done a couple of things together together. over the last semester, uh, we did the welcome group or uh, whatever that was last semester uh, at the entry or uh, like the welcome center. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I said that. Oh, yeah. Times. Yeah. So and yeah, um, kind of my whole point when I wanted to come back to college was I wanted my own college experience. Right. I was never going to get the traditional four year experience. So I wanted to find ways that I could pack as much college experience into my time on campus as I could. And you're doing that right now, but I'm going to back up for a little bit because (laughs) can you talk to us about what it was that kept you away or why you were gone? I know why, but um, our listeners don't. Maybe start on a terrible day you were having and it hit you. (laughs) You wanted to come back to school and change your life. What was your why moment? It was like year nine in the factory, and I had been doing 50-plus-hour weeks for at least the last couple years, and I was tired uh, emotionally, physically, you know, my body hurt, and I don't know. I'd always kind of like dreamed of being that PhD, even though I don't know what I would ever use it for, Um, and so I decided... I had decided when I started the factory job I was going to leave by 40 because I knew it would end up killing me. Mm. And I didn't quite... It is. And I didn't quite make it to 40. Uh, And so I I quit and my goal was to go back to school, get my degree, and go from there. Okay. Great. You know, uh, I'm going to follow up a little bit on that because your story is a lot like mine. I was working at the at a printing company and it was 50 a lot of times 60 and above Mm -hmm. and 
when I uh, first got my bachelor's degree, the advisor told me, he said, do you remember what it told me the first time you came in? And I said, I can't remember, but he did. He said, you wanted to get your degree before you broke your back. Um, I've had two <laughs> back surgeries, but isn't that kind of the way you feel because of the physical and the mental, like the burnout or whatever you yeah. experience? That's exactly how I felt. I, I knew going into that job, I called it my, my period of adulting. Okay. Uh, you know, like I had a grown-up job. I had Paying a grown-up. I had a grown-up wage. Yeah, I took care right. of responsibilities. You know, I had no cares, but I also had no time. Yes. Yes. And so I wanted to transition that, and like everybody's big question is, what's your major, mm-hmm. and what are you going to do with it? Right. And I'm not traditional in what I want to do. I'm not getting a degree in biology or pursuing a degree in biology to get a job using Mm -hmm. that degree in biology. I love biology and I love learning. And so if I get a job and I can use it, great. If I don't, I got the degree I wanted. Well, David, you know, one of the discussions that Amber and I had on the first episode was that our jobs didn't even exist when we were getting our degree. Yes. And so to go, I knew I wanted to be a writer. I That's something I wanted to write for a newspaper. It didn't end up happening, but I got a, a much better <laughs> career instead. I was going to be a clinical psychologist, so. Yeah. Big, big, big changes, big differences. No, yeah. and, and, and that's what I love, that just because we get a degree in something specific doesn't mean that that degree is going to translate into employment. Correct. Or that specified employment. Right. You know, we've proven, in theory, by getting these degrees, that we have what it takes to do job X, Y, Z. Right. And that's really all that matters, especially when you're happy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you hit the nail on the head there because I know for myself... You, I, I get to tell people, they kind of look at me like I have three heads sometimes, that you love your work, your job. Yeah, there are days I can't wait to come in because I get to do fun things. I get to make these um, awesome relationships, meet really these do. wonderful yeah. people. And that's the one thing that we talked about was finding that happiness. And David, I think you're a lot like Amber and I too in that we just show up. And that was one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice I guess that you are there and opportunities have fallen into your lap kind of. Can you talk to a little bit about that? Uh, Yeah. So the reason I knew about the Office of Adult Learning, first of all, was because of orientation. Mm -hmm. Um, And coming in as a non-traditional student, especially after so many years and never really being familiarized with WSU, it was beneficial. And part of the orientation program was to sit in two different mods mm-hmm. of services offered by the university right. that come to you just because you enrolled and you're going to classes. And one of those I sat in was the Office of Adult mm-hmm. Learning, and I got to listen to Pam do her spiel on the office and all that. It, <laughs> and yet spiel. he's still here. It's and, a spiel. <laughs> all that it offers. And to me, it was attractive because it was a place that I could come where it wasn't the Radigan, which nothing against the Radigan. No, it's beautiful. But, but that's where all food. the that's where all the kids are. Eighteen to 23, 24 years old. Yeah, yeah. and it's know, great for them. Right, and and honestly, I've I've held a couple study sessions there myself um, with some of my classmates, but. 
when I wanted a place that I could come and get my work done or be around other adult learners, this was the place to be. And just in being in this office, <laughs> I was afforded a scholarship. <laughs> See? He um, showed yeah. Up. He showed up, she got a scholarship. Up. I was afforded an opportunity to uh, meet with other potential uh, adult learners wanting to continue right. their education. Um, I was hooked up with the TRIO DSS department and got a job <laughs> tutoring last semester. And now I'm their writing specialist. Uh, just because I was here and said, hey, if anybody's looking for this or this, let me know. I'm available. Right. And just real quick, because we use it all the time, the alphabet soup. TRIO DSS is TRIO Disability Support Services, mm -hmm. and they are located in the Grace Wilkie next to us. And that's, you know, David would always stick his head in the morning, hey, how you doing? And uh, we'd chat for a little bit. And I knew this about David. I knew he that he was showing up, right? Yeah. I knew that he was always there. And so when Trio asked me if I knew anybody, I said, and matter of fact, I did. And I do. that was great. I love to be able to help people like that. But... Um, not only was it a win for you, David, right? But it's also for TRIO Disability Support Services who found someone that they can depend on who will show up and who will talk about, you know, being able to tutor students and do what it takes. And I didn't even, like, I didn't even think of it. I, I know I count my blessings because I feel very fortunate. I feel lucky that uh, some of the opportunities I've had have, have happened or transpired. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even think about just being here is why it happened. I I was here for me, kind of selfish right, reasons, right. you know, to have kind of a quiet place to study or not study, mm -hmm. just veg. And uh, good things fell into my lap. Correct. Well, and that's, that's, that's exactly that's... what we talked about last week. Yes. I mean, if you just show up, things kind of fall into your lap. So right. Things that you would never expect right. or and predict. So um, on the flip side of that, let's for a little bit, I don't like to like pound on it or something, but I cried in college algebra. I mean, that was <laughs> because we talked about our fails, right? Um, what would be one of those moments, do you think, David, that you just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this so or why fair, did that? David's a math guy. Well, that's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, I mean, you've probably had some where you've, Chemistry maybe last right year when now, you right now I'm still experiencing the the turmoil mm -hmm. of oh my god I'm gonna fail uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, and yeah it is chemistry chemistry is my bane and I know I said I was gonna minor I have a minor right now going towards a minor for that um, it's tough right you know mm -hmm. I'm a bio major right now biology seems to be pretty good for me but chemistry. Uh, it's a struggle trying to set up study groups. We don't have an SI leader for Kim too. Uh, real quick, SI. What's uh, that? Uh, supplemental supplemental instruction. instruction yeah, okay. um, where your peers hold basically group study sessions, and they kind of facilitate the direction uh, of the session. But it's pretty much peer tutoring right. with somebody kind of in charge. Um, but we don't have that for Kim to this semester. And so like working within the class with other students being like, okay, who's going to be at the library? What day, what time, you know, I'm going to be at Grace Wilkie Annex these days at this time or in the Shocker Learning Center and trying to get together 
because it's a hard class and yes, a lot a, a lot of people need it right and a lot of people struggle with it I struggled in Kim and so it's the real struggle right now is getting people to study with okay and I have a feeling after test one it'll be a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> more people are going to realize they it's need true. that study group, yeah right so but that that is my struggle and my lab instructor Micah pointed out to get that fourth class for chemistry there are easier chemistry classes that I can take to complete it. Okay. So I think I might take that advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's just it. You know, we Amber and I talk about the mistakes we made and the experience we can offer our adult learners for what it's worth. And part of that is, yeah, take this class. Or if you're struggling, do this. Or which professor. Even. Yes, mm-hmm. that makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in chemistry, I was terrible at it because... I would study, 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 and I, I guess I didn't study the right material, but most of the class would fail the exam, and then you, we would all wait for the curve, and that drove me crazy. Yeah, but at least you got the curve. That's true. You know, if that one person gets the 97, <laughs> then, it, then yeah. you got three points, and if you're at a 65, three points doesn't matter. But, yeah, fortunately, we're structured where we drop our worst test, mm-hmm. okay. but it's still pretty wicked pretty wicked I agree so I guess another question I have for you then is uh, what's an advice what's some advice that you would give maybe somebody looking at like an adult learner like yourself getting a degree you know where do you not necessarily where do you start but what would you say to them if they were thinking about getting a degree I think a lot of People wonder what degree would I even get if I wanted to go back to school. Mm-hmm. They do. And I think one of my English professors said it the best, you know, what sings to you? Mm-hmm. What do you love? What's your passion? You know, and if your passion is horticulture, you know, come in and get that ecology, biology degree. You know, if your passion is engineering, WSU's got a great college of engineering. Yeah. Um, you know, if you love writing, get that English major. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The, a de- the degree is just the accomplishment that said that you can do something. Right. So hire me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, that English degree. I know that when I came to Wichita State, I wanted to write, and I knew that. Um, and a lot of my job requires me to write. But I luckily, I mean, I had been out for 13 years before I came to school, and that was what fueled me, that passion. And I started, you know, with just the uh, communication degree and later added English literature because I found that was a passion too. Mm-hmm. So I ended up staying another semester and getting that double, uh, that double major. But I think sometimes that's, you know, we always say, hey, go out and get a college degree, you'll make more money. I'd almost say, hey, go out and get a college degree. You'll make more happiness. More opportunities. Right, yeah. Which could then lead to more money. Correct. Right, yes. You know, because if you're happy with what you've done, you're going to be hopefully happier in the future doing, applying what you've learned, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. Um, And maybe you'll focus, shift your focus. One of the great things about, I think going to college and learning is that you're 
influenced by classes that or ideas that maybe you never would have thought to look into. For instance, I had to take anthropology last semester. Mm-hmm. He almost got me to change my major. <laughs> it was so wonderful a class. Dr. Yeah. Craneth of the anthropology department here at WSU is so amazing and so passionate about his craft, mm-hmm. anthropology, that it's almost infectious. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's what happens a lot of times. You go, and that's what happened to me. I saw professors who I knew could have been making more money somewhere else, but they were so passionate about the quirkiest of subjects, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, how can you be passionate about Sylvia Plath? <laughs> <laughs> Ask an English professor. They will tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that statement. So, David, I know we've been chatting for a little bit now about, you know, advice and all that kind of stuff, but you're a busy man. What else do you have going on in your life? Well, uh, with the degree, I'm I'm kind of blocked and limited on the hours of classes I can take. So, usually three, four classes the most per semester. Mm-hmm. But on top of my course load, I am a tutor for TRIO Disability Support Services. I'm also um, an SI leader, a supplemental instruction leader for the Shocker Learning Center. I'm also the writing specialist for TRIO DSS as well. Um, On top of that, I mean, uh, I I do yard stuff in the warmer weather. Mm -hmm. So kind of an outside gig, if you will, outside of class. I'm a pet parent, you know, there's that. That's um, a lot. Yeah. It's expensive. But yeah, no, th- yeah. there's, I definitely, definitely have a lot going on. I'm basically on campus from eight to five, Monday through Friday. Sound a lot like Amber and me. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So who, who would you say was your person on campus that you ran into and thought, oh, this fits me and this is a good space for me and I'm comfortable here and I'm, I'm going to continue and who was your person outside of school as well? Who's your support system? Yeah. Talk to us about who supports you. Well, the, on campus, I like I said, I, I am the self-appointed ambassador <laughs> of learning. And yeah. so I kind of implanted myself in this building from day one of my college career. I knew it was a place I could go. And... Plus or minus, Pam tolerates me day in and day out, um, and her staff. Um, without those front desk guys, I don't know. I probably would have lost my mind a little bit, mm. you know, just because everybody kind of lets me are my sounding board. Yeah. Um, as for outside of uh, school, I have a wonderful support network. Um, I have a great best friend slash roommate. Um, 100% supportive, but we're, it's, it's reciprocal. I'm the same way for him, but we also live next door to his mother mm. and she is also 100% supportive of me and whatever we decide to do. And of course, also my partner. Um, he is also 100% behind me in everything I do. So I'm very fortunate for my in school and out of school support system because I think I've made some really smart decisions and surround myself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important to make sure that you've got at least one person 
that you can say, oh my gosh, I got an A on this paper and I totally wasn't expecting it. And on the flip side to go, dude, I got a D. I thought I did that. better on this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on top of that, there's a lot of the professors that are so willing they, yeah. to volunteer their office hours to you. Because there are so many professors who will go days when they hold their hours and have nobody show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hold them for you to come in and say, what did we just talk about? I need help. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's also one of the things that's awesome about just WSU in general. And you just hit on something I want to talk about for just a second. Here at Wichita State, and as a first-gen learner, we talked about this in our last episode, um, there are a lot of terminology that we don't always understand. And those office hours, those are actually student hours the professor sets so that you can come talk to them mm-hmm. about your class. Exactly. Are, have you come across any like terminology you just went, well, what is that? Have you found that yet? Or oh, You're giving me these questions now. <laughs> yeah. making, okay. making me think. No, it's all right. Um, well, always, I mean, I still get tripped up on what SI is, and I am one. Right, sure, yeah. Sure. Just it's because those... it's foreign language to me, because I'm not used to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and it's this SI where, you know, um, anyone outside of Wichita State might go, Sports Illustrated. Or student, or <laughs> oh, student yeah. instructor. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or student involvement, or whatever it is. Right. But, yeah, we throw around these acronyms or these abbreviations like we expect everyone to know. Even words like syllabus, mm-hmm. um, which is... That was a new one to me that I really liked. I was like, oh, what is this? And I would read it from page to page. I didn't realize that not everyone did that. No, but the syllabus, that the, can you, <laughs> you want to talk a little bit about a syllabus, David? Um, syllabuses are actually very important. Um, I get questions, like even today, uh, when I was holding my session, uh, today's test day for a lot of the Math 12 people. And he was like, how important is this test? Like, how much of a grade is it, you know? And I said, well, it's in your syllabus. <laughs> I said, but it's probably, depending on how many you have, 20 or 25% of your grade, because the bulk of your grade in math comes from testing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, but the syllabus includes all your course information, the hours where your class is going to be held, when your professor or instructor is doing office hours, uh, how they scale grading. You know, for chemistry, an A is an 85 and above. Mm -hmm. You know, in biology, it's a 90 and above. So, you know, there's a big difference depending on what course and how they curve everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like the syllabus is a contract between students and faculty, and it clearly defines expectations. Expectations. And and how to contact that professor because Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, a professor might want a phone call or just a drop in or an email. Right. So, yeah. Information there. So, as you've been coming to WSU on campus and you've been doing everything that you do as an ambassador. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Ambassador. um, Did you have any fears coming into, I, a lot of our adult learners are thinking, oh man, I am the oldest person alive to come to campus, or oh man, I should have done this a long time ago, and was there, did you have any of those fears, and then when you got here, did you think, oh, that wasn't really a thing? <clears throat> this is my second time at college, so I was in my late 20s 
at my first go around, and I thought I felt old then. <laughs> it's funny. That is it funny. It is funny. Yeah. And, and coming yeah. in at forty plus now to get my to get my bachelor's, um, sometimes I feel old, mm-hmm. but it's usually when I'm talking to somebody and I make a reference to something in mm-hmm. culture, and then I remember that they could be my kid. Yes. I'm this many years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, or even, but even like a, a, a movie like Land Before Time, mm-hmm. for anybody who was a kid in the 90s, they know what that is. That was the jam. Without question. But some of these younger guys don't know mm-hmm. that. Right. Uh, what would you say you've learned about yourself? Wow. I learned that I don't know how to study. Oh really? Oh, oh my goodness! Like you're not, <laughs> you're not good at organizing or taking the syllabi and planning out your time. No, I think a lot of it has been the gap of time between my pursuing knowledge. Um, you lose a lot of good habits mm. when it in regard to studying, when you have gaps in uh, your learning uh, timeline. Um, and so I typically, if I read it, if I do a little work, some homework or whatever problems, I'm usually good mm-hmm. for most things, not chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> chemistry, you kind of need to like sledgeham, right. sledgehammer into your brain. It's a different animal. You know, it's not just reading it. You have to like digest it, read it three times, practice it, watch YouTube videos, Mm-hmm. Get help from peers, study groups, you know, SI. Yeah. Like, with certain topics, you have to have layered studying. It's not just quiet time, earphones on, and you're reading or working problems. Like, sometimes you have to have interactive study right. sessions. It, it, again, it's like a layered studying. But yeah, that was one of the things I learned. Like, I never studied before, mm. ever. Uh, you know, I, I I think I was the same way. I did okay in high school. I barely studied. I and I was like, all right, you know, I, I've got a solid GPA. Gosh, now I look back and I think, if I would have studied, I could have been unstopped. Oh, yeah. But that's one thing I did. I And I think so many of our adult learners find themselves doing this, is giving it all they have because they know what an opportunity it is. Well, I think once, I think before too, like, especially during my associate's program, I don't remember studying that much. And I think a lot of how I got through everything was I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I guess just the passion drove me. And maybe I did study and I just don't remember it. Or I was, you know, 20 years, almost 20 years younger. And so my brain was still a sponge. Yeah. Mm So, yeah, that, that, that can be also a, a difficulty of adult learning is, you know, we learn differently. We learn a little slower sometimes because, right. you know, we've been away from the material or academics in general for so long. Yeah, I think that, you know, and you and I, I believe, have talked about this, is that can be a almost a negative side of adult learner. 
there are plenty of positive sides to being oh, an adult true. learner. So Definitely. I think maybe to wrap us up, can you uh, kind of expand on that a little bit and talk about what it means to the advantages? What you bring to the table. Right. I, advantages and disadvantages of adult learning or being an adult learner go hand in hand because they typically are the <laughs> mm-hmm. opposite He's side right. of the same coin. You know, like I may be the old guy in class, and I'm not always the oldest guy, but I'm pretty sure this semester. <laughs> Oh, maybe I'm pretty sure this semester I'm older than even all of my professors, um, which, you know, that's okay, too. Right. And one's got a PhD, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I, I said they might look at me, uh, some of the students might look at me when I make a reference to something older than they are. And they're like, I don't get that. Or, hey, you should listen to meatloaf. And they're like, I don't like eating that. I don't like that. <laughs> I Why don't like that food. Yeah. And I'm like, you should listen <laughs> You know, yeah, but but you know, but we also glean from them, uh, you know, cultural references. Right. And sometimes you mention something, and they'll go, "Oh gosh, that sounds really cool." Yeah. What was that again? What do you mean? Yeah, what was that again? And then you open up their world to Prince or Pink Floyd or right. crocheting, you know, because their grandma didn't do it. Yeah, or whatever. But like, so that's kind of the benefit too. And also, people will gravitate to you because you're an adult learner yep. because so you're true. different because you're not their normal cohort right you know or maybe they had a great relationship with their father and you remind them of their dad and they're yeah. like hey this guy's kind of like my dad and he's a state away yeah you know and so you can kind of get that little buddy yeah. mm-hmm. mentorship yeah. thing going right. So there's a lot of there's a lot more pluses to being an adult learner than Absolutely. I would say than there is being a negative, yeah. especially on campus, with all the services that they offer for anybody who attends. Um, yeah, if it's a thought in your head to come to school, to come back to college, to get a degree, do it. All right. Well, thank you, David. That was wonderful. Um, Please remember to join us next time when we'll have another guest just like David, another adult learner who will spew more and more words of wisdom. (laughs) Thanks again, David. Thank you, David. Thank you, guys.